Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our toll-free number, that's the same as it is every weekend. It's 800-823-8255. Good morning. I am Ron Wilson, your personal yard boy, talking about yarding. And you know, there's a bunch of us out there that are just getting older. You know, aging's a fact of life. You can't change it. You can't fight it. It's going to happen. But a lot of us that like to garden, still like to garden, you know, as we get older, it gets a little tougher. Uh, it gets a little harder. You start to slow down. It gets a little frustrating sometimes as well. I think I'm starting to experience that a little bit myself. Things I wanted to do or used to do, just can't. Uh, you just can't do it anymore. But you know what? You don't have to be a retired gardener. You can become an adaptive gardener. And to help us out this morning is a young man who, t- this is his specialty. His name is Dwayne Pancoast. He is the geriatric gardener. His blog address is thegeriatricgardener.wordpress.com, and he is with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, great to How have are you, Ron. I'm great. Great to have you on the show. So you know, you know, there's a bunch of us out there, baby boomers that are starting to age, that just you know have been gardening and doing this all of our lives, and you know there comes a time where you just start slowing down, and it gets can be first of all very frustrating. Yes, it can. Uh, I was one of those that was dragged into old age, kicking and screaming. And when I couldn't get up from kneeling down in the garden one day, I had to admit that I was getting older. And that's when I got into uh, adaptive gardening. I, I didn't even know what adaptive gardening was. I read a article in a, a landscaping trade magazine uh, in which the editor was suggesting that landscapers look at the senior gardener market as a, a new market and implied that it was like the outdoor component of the aging in place movement. Mm-hmm. So then I got to looking in, uh, on the internet, etc. And I started this blog because that was the easiest way to get going uh, right out of the chute. And I belong to an organization called GardenCom International, mm-hmm. Garden Communicators, and belong to a power circle where we talk about our, our blogs and how we can improve on them. And the first one that we had to go around and, introduce ourselves and tell what we were writing and blogging about. And when it got to me, somebody said, oh, adaptive gardening. <laughs> I said, that, that must be pretty good. So I looked it up, uh, Googled it, and sure enough, that's the term for how we uh, change our garden and our gardening habits uh, to meet our changing capabilities. Talk, talking with Dwayne yeah. Pancoast, he is the Geriatric Gardener. Again, his blog address, thegeriatricgardener.wordpress.com. So, you know, I guess, you know, as we look at this, and again, uh, you know, we don't have to throw in the trowel. There's no doubt about it. There are there are things that we can do and adjust. But, 
You know, I think, again, I go back to what we were talking about originally, that attitude is everything. And I think you just, you know, you you just, you can't change it. So you just, no, you can't. You have to, you know, admit it and then start to look at ways that you can start to adjust and continue to keep using that trial as best you can. True. There are, are uh, products that you can use. Uh, the the uh, reasons for having to adapt uh, include breathing problems, sensory problems, and arthritic joints. Mm-hmm. Probably that's the most common. Getting Knees, up and down. Back, shoulder, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there are a lot of assists like knee pads and seats and raised and elevated beds, containers, garden lighting, and ergonomic tools at garden centers and home centers and online. And I suggest that uh, before when you go to look for them, um, go online first, see what's available and what you think you uh, might be able to use. Then go to a garden or home center and actually give it a test drive so you know that's what you what you need before you you invest in it. Uh, and you may find that uh, it's cheaper when you're figuring chipping and handling to just buy it at your local garden center. Right. Take it home with you. And downsizing, though, is what can really be emotional. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people are tied to their home, but they have to go through the process of whether they wanted to want to uh, downsize. I wasn't in that situation when I, we had a big house on a half acre lot, but it was a money pit from the day we moved in. So I was happy to leave. But one of the things that I found with the smaller garden is I could be more creative because I wasn't spending an hour and a half on untold hours weeding and um, doing gardening stuff. I could think of how I could improve this uh, quarter acre garden that I have now. Uh, I love whimsy and I've got a lot of whimsical stuff out there. Um, And I advise people to take something from their old garden for their new garden. I took a, four-inch caliber, 20-foot ginkgo tree. Wow, you don't mess around. No, I don't. (laughs) Uh, This ginkgo tree, um, my son was interning while he was in college at a garden store and landscape company, and this ginkgo tree had a frost crack. They were going to throw it out. He asked if he could bring it home or if he could have it. They gave it to him. We brought it home. We planted it, and it grew beautifully. And so when we uh, get, got time to move, um, I just hired my landscape client uh, with his big tree mover to scoop it up and bring it over to the new house. And it's grown fantastically here. So you brought a little bit of the the old uh, gardening with you. And, and ginkgo is one of my favorites as well. I'd probably be tempted to try to move that as well but bringing something with you and you know I, I think you make a good point here as you as we start to downsize and it can be somewhat emotional and you're you know you're giving up what you used to do but on the same token you know if we move into a condo um, or smaller home smaller patio or whatever 
I think that can be uh, very, um, I want to say challenging, you know, mind thought, because now you, you're right. You can be a little bit more creative, uh, have a little bit more fun with it. Uh, you're probably going to be doing a lot more, what, container gardening? Um you know, and and and, and just have, beds have too. yeah. Oh, we raise beds absolutely, but you know, no, I, I'm I'm saying thinking of elevated beds, the ones that are on the ledge. Oh yeah, that are actually like a table. Tr- yeah, yeah. I've seen a, something that I I would love to see be a trend. Uh, I've got a relative up in, in Buffalo, and a friend here, both of whom have they still have big big yards. Uh, in fact, the relatives aren't that old. Uh, nicely landscaped. But for veggies, the people up in Buffalo, uh, they plant in containers uh, and put them around the base of their raised pool, uh, above ground pool. And they also have one elevated bed where they put on containers of, of peppers. Mm-hmm. And I think they do that because they have dogs and want to get them off the ground. Don't have dogs eating hot peppers when <laughs> they grow. And the local person, she uh, plants in containers on her deck right outside of her garden so she can just go out and harvest, just step out the door and pick lettuce and tomato for tonight's salad. And I'm going over there in a couple of weeks to uh, take pictures of this year's crop because she did something neat. Our town has a swamp shop where people can bring useful stuff and leave it for uh, someone else to use Mm -hmm. and pick up stuff that they might be able to use. And she was dropping something off and the guys that run it wanted to show her something. What it was was a Coca-Cola cooler like they have a, uh, festivals and concessions. Right. Where you put the ice in and the uh, cans or bottles of soda. Mm-hmm. And um, so she said, load it in the car. <laughs> she took it home and she's going to plant it in that this year. Oh, cool. Now, now in that, I, I recommend for uh, in my containers, I don't put soil in the decorative containers. I plant everything in nursery pots and then slip it into the container. Great idea. And I suggested to my friend that she do the same thing with the Coca-Cola yep. uh, cooler. Yeah, great, great. The, the, the whole idea of adaptive gardening, I read it somewhere, I can't remember where, is to tend your garden rather than toil in it. I love it. I love it. Talking with Dwayne Pancoast. He is the geriatric gardener. His is the blog address, thegeriatricgardener.wordpress.com. Nobody has to be a retired gardener, become an adaptive gardener. We'll share more tips from uh, Dwayne after the break here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. We're talking about uh, that you don't have to become a retired gardener, become an adaptive gardener. How do you become an adaptive gardener? Well, Talk with Dwayne Pancoast. That's what we're doing. His blog address is thegeriatricgardener.wordpress.com. You know, as I was reading through um, some of the uh, information you shared with the National Garden Bureau, which is absolutely wonderful information, one thing you brought up there, and 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 first of all, let me back up a second. I've been a container gardener even when I was 20 years old, and I've loved container gardening. So that has afforded me and affords anybody, whether you're 2 or 92, an opportunity 
to do some type of gardening. So I, I've always done that, so I will continue to do that. But one of the things you brought up in, uh, in some of your tips here when you were talking about becoming an adaptive gardener, which I thought was pretty important, you started addressing the, you know, making sure your aisleways are easy, accessible, level. But the lighting, I thought was, I, you know, I didn't think about that, but lighting, how important that can be as well. Yes, sir. It sure is, because um, I don't recommend using the these uh, uh, solar ones that you can get at drugstores and stuff. Right. Rather get low low voltage uh, stick lights that you can put in the ground by your beside your side walks and paths pathways. Mm-hmm. Uh, they connect by wire and plug into an outdoor uh, plug. And you can also put them on a timer so they turn on and off. And one thing that people don't often think about with with uh, lighting is if you have a, a patio, I recommend uh, ringing it with these stick lights because uh, an older person like me, if you step off of it, even by mistake, even though the grass or the bed on the other side of the pavement is at grade with the pavement, mm-hmm. that that change in texture can throw you off balance. Yeah. So if you have it lighted, you're less apt to step off of it. Exactly. And if you've got a got a pond. Um, Stick lights are another good way to light the pond so nobody goes for an unexpected swim. Well, we're all getting older. We're, so become an adaptive gardener. We've got Dwayne Pankos with us this morning. He is the geriatric gardener. Again, the geriatricgardener.wordpress.com. Talking about how we can adapt as senior gardeners to continue gardening. Some great, uh, great information. Be sure and check out his blog address, by the way. Uh, you, you've got some great tips there. And uh, folks can communicate with you uh, there as well and go back and forth and learn learn a lot more as far as what to do. You know, there is a point somewhere in our lives that uh, we're probably, you know, you, you just can't get out there and do that anymore. And I think one good point you made here, too, is the fact that, you know, look to the indoors because houseplants are hot and houseplants are a great way to continue uh, growing and gardening. That's right. They're the fastest growing segment of the nursery industry. And they've been growing this way before the pandemic. Uh, one of the reasons is it doesn't have anything to do with uh, aging people. Nope. It has to do with young professionals. Yep. Because uh, developers uh, turned all these abandoned warehouses into lofts and unused office space into luxury apartments. Young professionals moved into them, and they realized they they didn't have any green plants or anything to look out uh, at. So they started buying house plants and it's actually caused some shortages in the, uh, the nursery industry. And, you know, the, these young professionals have a name for themselves. They call themselves plant parents. Yep. Yeah. So we would be plant grandparents uh, then, right? I guess so. <laughs> or in my case, great grandparents. There you go. There you and, go. Uh, my my uh, passion right now is Tillandsia. Air oh, plants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
They're they're low maintenance, and I've been raising them for about thirty years. Wow! Uh, I still have one of the first ones that I bought, and I, I bought them almost on a whim. I was at a community Fourth of July celebration. There was a vendor there selling them, and as I was looking at them, my wife says, "Why don't you buy a couple? Give them a try." So I bought them, and one of them died about ten years ago, but. The other one is still living and thriving. Um, I've got about 60 plants in total, about half of them air plants and half of them potted plants. And when I had a stroke in 2020, um, I went from using a cane to a walker. And it was kind of hard to maintain and water the the, um, the in-ground plants. But I could do the walker. I could. I got a, a, a pan that I could put all the air pan plants in to hold them on my walker. Right. Because I, I'm of the opinion that uh, they're better off soaked and right. So you're you're right. Hey, we're running out of time, Dwayne. I appreciate it, Dwayne Pancos, the geriatric gardener. To learn more about how you can become an adaptive gardener. Uh, check out his blog address, thegeriatricgardener.wordpress.com. Thank you, kind sir, for sharing your information with us. Thank you, Ron. All right, take care. Coming up next, talking about, uh, you know, as we get older, or easy way to garden, the pop-up garden. Yeah, we're going to talk with the folks in the pop-up garden here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.